serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday! 18 days. 18. 18 days until the election. Not that we're counting. It is a countdown. Every single day we will count it down. 18 days, your phone will stop ringing. You will stop getting those ridiculous text messages. I got a phone call last night at 10.15. Fantastic. Isn't that wonderful? The other day before... The was day it before, from the cards going, nine, don't come to the games ever again? No, it was from some person who wanted to ask me who I'm voting for. Again. So, uh, 18 days, the election will be over. And then, as you say, Chad... We start the lawsuits. That's right. I'm super excited about those. All right. So yesterday we talked about voter intimidation, right? It's happening here in the state of Arizona. This happened on Monday at a ballot drop box location in Mesa outside the juvenile justice court. Now we're told that a voter was approached and then followed by a group of individuals when the voter was trying to drop off their early ballot. Okay. So we know that that's starting to take place. Yes. And what have we found out overnight? Well, Mark Fincham, who wants to be the Secretary of State, he's a Republican. He has tweeted this out in all capital letters. And, and they're, you know, watch all drop boxes, period. Save the Republic. Oh, is that going to save it? That's all we have to do? I guess so. Just watching them. Nothing else. That's it. So you've got a major candidate for a major office. Who is leading, by the way. He in is. A lot of polls. Yeah, which is, to me, it's not about Republican. It's not about Democrat. This is a guy who's very dangerous. Um, he was he was at the riots in Washington, D.C. He was at the, the, the insurrection. He's walking on the, on the stairs. He helped put it together. Um, you know, we had him on the show, what, about a week or so ago? A couple weeks ago. Uh, he's just not, he's just, he's not right. Yeah. It's just, it's, he's, he's. He's very, he's very odd. He's very strange. He's a conspiracy theorist. He has certainly gone all QAnon. He's an election denier. You uh, said it right there. Odd. He's peculiar. He's really odd. He's almost living in a world where you're thinking, are you, are you understanding? Are you getting? Do you get? I feel like maybe uh, you don't. No, I don't think he does at all. No. He lives in a totally different world. I'm not sitting here saying he's some awful human being. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know him. Uh, I've interviewed him. Uh, I can tell you he's part of the Oath Keepers, which is a really bad thing. But he said, I was only there for one time, and, and then I put my, they put me right. down on their, he lied. You know, their, their, their book he lied. right after I left the gift shop. But now he's calling for voter intimidation. He's actually telling people who follow him, watch all drop boxes, period, save the republic. He's, he is asking people... And I'm telling you, somebody's going to get hurt, Chad. Somebody's going to get hurt, and it's going to go back to guys like Mark Fincham, who's calling people out, and some people that follow him, and some people that agree with his very far-right QAnon views. Uh, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, Someone is going to get hurt. And, you know, the last thing that anybody needs is someone watching them vote. I think somebody needs to tell Mark Fincham, uh, you know, there are a lot of ballot drop boxes here in Arizona. Did you know that? I don't know if you knew that. They're called mailboxes. Oh. What's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? Because I got to tell you, I've got an early ballot. I'm going to fill it out this weekend. I'm certainly not going to vote for Mark Fincham. But every mail, every every mailbox in Arizona is a ballot drop box. It's yeah. all the same. Yeah. It's all the same. But Are what they he's looking for massive stuffings of this is I, I'm trying to I'm just curious about what he's looking for in this. Uh, again. 
you're asking someone who's just, you know, he's off. Yeah, there's no doubt about he's that. He's just off. And, you know, you last night I, I, I was talking to a couple of people who were asking me about certain things. We're talking about, you know, free speech and the whole, you know, Alex Jones thing and a billion dollars. And I said, here's the thing, man. People like this, just like and Mark Fincham, for some of them, it's a show. You don't understand, though, that the people that follow you, they don't maybe get that it's a show and they will take it a step too far. Yeah. And that's when things go sideways. Yeah. And could I, I I absolutely expect somebody to do something stupid. I do, too. At one of these boxes. And also people listening out there, I expect somebody who's also listening may may say, you know what, I want to go put one in there so I can confront something because this is what we've got. We've got theatrics that's going to turn Potentially violent. Looking for trouble. Looking for trouble. There are people out there looking for trouble. Fincham knows who those people are. He's reaching out to those people, and he tweets this out. Watch all drop boxes. Period. Save the Republic. Uh, you're right. You're right. It's it's going to get dangerous, man. And I don't know what to do because no. this, is, this is overboard. You know, uh, for some of you who want to go and drop uh, your ballot off, you want to make sure you're not followed. You don't want someone taking a picture of you. You don't want someone walking you back, walking behind you back to your car. And what Fincham is saying is do all those things. Follow people. Walk behind them. Take a picture of their drivers, uh, of their, of, of their, their car, license, license plate, car. of their, li- make sure that, th- that everything is okay. Well, again, he's saying watch the boxes, but. You, 99.9% of people could show up thinking they're doing something good because they're worried about it and not do anything, not accost anybody. But it only takes that one idiot. And if you know, you put 100 people in a room, right. one person is going to be an idiot. Yeah. How are, how are you going to feel if you're followed by someone while you try and drop off your ballot? How are you going to feel? I think people are going to feel a little nervous. I think people are going to feel anxious. I think some people are just going to go, whatever. But it's. Uh, I think somebody's going to get shot. It's a possibility. Again, That's what I think. And and again, and on the other side, I think there are people out there on you know that would be like, you know what, this would be a good time to go just have some fun, drop something off, look for somebody to give me a look like they're going to follow me so I can pick a fight. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot for people to twist off nowadays. Uh, he's not the only Republican that's done this. And uh, and to be quite honest with you, Mark Fincham's not a Republican. Uh, he really isn't. He's something. He's QAnon. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to besmirch the Republican Party by including him in on it just because there's going to be an R next to his name. But he's not the only one. Arizona uh, State Senator Kelly Townsend, uh, she has encouraged many times vigilantes to camp out near drop off boxes during the election. She wants you to track individuals if they appear suspicious. So how am I suspicious? What makes me suspicious? What if you have two ballots. So what if it's my ballot and my wife's ballot? I don't. Know I can that. drop that off. There's no. There's. No, I can th- do that. Yeah. Exactly. You can. But but the, but the screwy people they're going to be out there. They they don't know that they're yeah. just looking for trouble. Like it was a little funny, I guess. Back on the pro- back in the primary, where we were kind of goofing on the tailgate parties that were going on here in yeah. Arizona, it was the it was the, the the ballot box tailgate party, the watch party, they right? Have. Where you had like five or six people who are total zeros and losers in life and have nothing better to do but then get their little get their little chairs out, you know, roast a few a few hot dogs, throw back a couple drinks, but they're not at a football game. They're not out, you know, on the on, you know, the the at the Cardinals game. They're out in front of a ballot box, and we kind of, 
I at least I did. I goofed on it because I thought it was kind of funny. Now it's come to the point where you've got you've got major players on one side of the aisle that are that are calling for intimidation. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. Mark Fincham also tweeted yesterday that the media needs to stop intimidating the ballot drop box watchers. They have a right to watch. Well, they do have a right to watch, and as long as they're not impeding on anybody's rights of doing something, that's fine. The problem is, again, some people don't understand where their place is. Okay, I'm going to watch something. They want to go a step further, and that's when things go south. Wait, why do they have a right to watch me? They don't have a right to watch me. What did, what did I do wrong for them to they, think that I'm guilty right to stand or something? Up there and watch you. They have a, you're in public. They have a, By the way, you're in public. They, they don't have, have a right to, to follow me up. No, they don't have the right to follow you and do those kind of things. Uh, you know, but it's uh, the 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 right to you know stand twenty. I don't know how long, how far you have to be away from these. I thought you had to be a certain distance, uh, but it's hard to tell because it's everything seems to change every five minutes. Uh, they have a right to do that. That's fine. But taking pictures of me, following me at your car, uh, getting in my face. Well, then that's where you cross a line. Yeah. Yeah. This just seems to suggest to me that we might see some Dropbox watchers who claim that they're being intimidated by the media recording them recording voters. That's right. See what I'm saying? I don't Uh, know that the media is out there doing anything. I don't either, but they might say they are. Well, we need to go. watchers might. I think it's time that we have a Gators and Chad show. Watch the watchers watching the media watchers party. I like it. I don't know what that is. We bring a cushion out. We bring yeah. maybe a big, big giant. Maybe we'll see if New York can loan us some of their sweet stuff that they had for all the uh, migrants here illegally, and we can have the tent. We'll watch them. It'll be fantastic. Maybe we'll, we'll try it. Maybe we'll try it. But Mark Fincham actually wants voter intimidation. It is unbelievable that a candidate, unbelievable, who wants to count votes—that's what the Secretary of State's office does. He wants and is asking for voter intimidation. It's despicable. And we're 18 days away from maybe this guy taking office. And I would just say, you know, we're independents, but if you're a Republican, don't vote for a guy just because he's an R. Same with Democrats. Don't vote for a Democrat just because there's a D next to his or her name. You know, look into the candidate because Mark Fincham shouldn't even be here. But he is. But he is. And it's not like he's getting blown out of the water. It's not like he's getting he blown out of the water. He's up in many polls by one or two. And he might be the most the most dangerous candidate in Arizona. And I can guarantee you, most of you listening right now, if you sat down and talked to both of them and you had no idea what side of the aisle, if you will, they were on RD, you would say, I'm not going with that guy. I'm going to go with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah. I'll, I think we'll leave it there. All right. Coming up next, was Coming last up. night an aberration or the Arizona Cardinals really back? Gatos and Chad Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Murray under center, drops back, takes a knee, and the Arizona Cardinals put up 42 points, the most of the Cliff Kingsbury era. No. Did not do quite well yesterday. Saints lose to the Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals, they end an eight-game home losing streak. Here's the problem. They still have a losing streak on Sunday. So I'm not really counting this. You uh, know, see the way it goes? See, this is a home game, but it's a Thursday home game. Yeah. And I don't buy So I still think the Cardinals have lost eight in a row at home. I mean, I give them credit for the win. It was great. I'm a Cardinals fan. But, again, they have to win on Sunday to prove to me that they can really play at home. Yeah. So that's how I'm playing this thing. 
Uh, I sold my tickets. Uh, so was- we now know that you're the problem. And uh, we were talking about last night. Everybody's pretty excited about that. Uh, I don't believe in that. Kind Kyler of su- Murray called me, still wearing his helmet. I, think I, I don't believe in that coming. type of superstitious crowd. So, uh, you Whether, guys wouldn't let me watch the uh, what the Phoenix Suns. I, play. I had nothing to do with that. I actually think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There are some people who go, if I don't watch the game, they'll they'll win. But if I do watch the game, they're going to lose. And I'm like, no, nope, has nothing to do with you. <laughs> has nothing to do with you. I'm just not superstitious that yeah. way. No, you know, athletes are the ones who are very superstitious. Yeah, they can't touch the white line when they. Oh you know, man, right? I played with some guys. It was like the way they tied their shoe. They had to be. It was just so bizarre. I was yeah. not that way. I really don't. Well, whatever. Listen, Cardinals did something that they haven't been able to do. That's win at home. Yeah. Now they have to do it on Sunday when it really counts because Thursday doesn't really count. Thursday's like. You know, you have like Sunday night football, which is the best. Then you've got Sunday football, that's the best. Sunday afternoon football. Yeah. And then you've got Monday night football. And then Thursday night is the bottom. So it's a, it's a bottom game. It's a Thursday night game. These really don't even count. So well, I've got so, to see The cards are stoked now. That's the, you're, you're a rah-rah guy. Hey, guys, this win doesn't count. You it, guys sucked a little less than those guys sucked. Do you guys understand me? No, I think they played very well. I'm glad that they won. They had a, they played a very decent game on both sides of the ball. They yeah. did give up points. Yeah. Uh, that was true. Can I tell you my favorite part of the game? Was it the, the thing that everybody's talking about? Yeah, Kyler Murray screaming at his head coach. Good. Good. You should be upset. This team's been terrible. Your head coach is, is not very good. And I could just imagine, because, like, there's a microphone in the quarterback's helmet. And that's how the head coach speaks to the quarterback. So that's how Kingsbury is speaking to Kyler Murray. And I could just imagine on that play that Kingsbury is uh, is screaming in, in Kyler Murray's ear because the clock is running down and he's screaming. I can and they called a timeout and Murray went to the sidelines and is just screaming at his head coach, calm the blank down, calm the blank down. I love it. Because we talked about Kyler Murray over the summer. You know, no passion, it seems. No passion. You know, he's known for playing playing all these video games. Uh, he Does he really want to play football or did he want to play baseball? You know, they put the clause in his contract that basically said he needs to study. It made Kyler Murray look really, really bad. But and then he hasn't done a lot to prove everybody wrong. I think he's had a pretty decent season. It's okay. Yeah. Last night, I thought the thing that helped is he ran. I felt like... Because I always feel like for to. him, he doesn't want to run because he wants to prove to everybody I can be a pocket quarterback. I or, think he's. I think it's more than that. He is small on that field. He's wee tiny, but nobody he's touches very, him. He's like Mighty Mouse. I know, but he is small. Yeah, you know, and it, and here's the other thing: he can break easily. He's been he's been injured towards the end of each year, I think. So I understand that he doesn't want to get hurt. But when he started yelling at his coach, I'm like, good. That's why we spent so much money on you. Let's get some fire going. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't be yelling. If you were so passive about this game, you wouldn't be yelling. So I, I like this kind of fire from Kyler Murray. The only, only way the Cardinals win games, Kyler Murray. That's it. He's the guy. It, it, if he plays well, Cardinals will go, will go far. If he doesn't play well, they're not going to win. No. Well, that's well, like anything, right? If your quarterback doesn't right. do well, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And uh, this team would be really, even if they had a decent quarterback, I don't think they're going to get it done. Did it help having uh, D-Hop? Uh, yeah, D-Hop last night? Great. I think it did. He was great. He is a you should great. Have played him. I should have played him in my fantasy league, but I did not. I was he's, sitting there going, how many points did he have? 20. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Hey, great <laughs> to see that guy back, no doubt. Cardinals look good last night. I'm happy, but now you those unis were tight. Now you got to win on Sunday. That's when it really counts. You're you're old for Sunday for a year. All right, coming up next. Why aren't Arizona Republicans talking voters mailing in their ballots? This is odd. I thought this was supposed to be a red wave, but Republicans aren't mailing their ballots in. Why is that? We'll find out next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. 18 days until the election is over and then the lawsuits start. Oh, man. But goodness, right? Uh, People are starting to vote already. Uh, How is early voting going? There's some really interesting and I'll just say some strange numbers. Uh, How about talking to an elections analyst? I think that sounds like a pretty good well, idea. Oh, yeah. They, somebody that's actually an expert in this. Yeah. Sam Alley joins us, election analyst. Uh, Sam, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. All right. So let's look at uh, let's look at the voting that's taking place right here. Compared to 2018 and the midterm in 2018, are we seeing a lot less early voting today? Yeah. As, as of right now, you know, we're in day nine, day 10 of early voting uh, compared to 2018. Uh, we, we've received fewer ballots back uh, than at this point then. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a couple reasons to that. Okay. Um, so the, the first reason, um, 2018 was a record turnout year. Um, it, I don't think Arizona had, had seen that sort of level of activism on both both parties. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've all been there. We've drafted that, that stud fantasy uh, running back in the first round that had a great last year and doesn't perform as well. That's a little bit of what's happening right now. And on top of that, the, the other thing that's magnifying that, and it, it, this is the, probably the more interesting part to me, is that uh, a lot of the Republican voters are choosing not to vote by mail this election cycle. And that's a trend that we started uh, seeing in, in 2020. Hey, Sam, uh, normally, I mean, the Republicans have kind of been, you know, uh, more often than not, they'll outdo the Democrats in a lot of places of day of. But does it seem to be really ramped up? Because I feel like they're all thinking, I got to hand my ballot in. I got to see somebody because I feel otherwise it's going to get stolen or thrown away. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 the, the thought around a lot of uh, Republicans. I'm not expecting these these uh, voters not to show up at the polls. They'll just show up on Election Day. We're going to see a lot of early, late, late, early ballots and in-person voting. All right. So Republicans are voting 50 percent less than at this time in 2018 when it comes to early ballots. Correct. Yeah, that, that's. That's right. Um, you know, last year they had uh, 133,000 returns to date. Right now they're at 79,000. That's about 40% difference, 54,000 total ballots. Um, on the Democratic side, there are 6,000 fewer ballots than in 2018. So they're down about 6%. All right. So the Democrats, basically the same from 2018. Republicans way down. But like if you're if if you're a Kerry Lake out there, are you worried about the number that you just said, 133 to 79? You know, it depends on, on, on what they're hedging. Uh, if, I, if I'm running the campaign, I want as many votes in the bank as possible. I want to run up the score on uh, get uh, on election night. Um, I don't want to have to sweat it out uh, over, over the last few days. Um, so, you know, it, it's up to what that campaign is, is expecting uh, for, for 
voter turnout and when these voters are coming. What about independents? Are they getting involved in this in any way, shape or form? Or are they just like, you know what, I don't like any of these parties and this is why? Yeah, that's 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 a great question. Uh, this is this is kind of a, uh, another thing, interesting thing that I'm going to be following throughout the, the election cycle. Uh, independents have returned about sixteen thousand fewer ballots than in 20, 2018, so down about twenty three percent, and that's something that Democrats really need. Uh, independents will generally swing towards uh, the, the Democratic candidates, however. It really depends on, on the number that turn out to, to overcome that registration disadvantage uh, that the Democrats have uh, in the state. Sam Albee's joining us. He is uh, an elections analyst. And we're talking about, uh, you know, who's voting early. It seems that uh, independents, well, less than 2018. Republicans, less than 2018. The Democrats, eh, right around, right around, right around the same. Uh, and so... Are we going to expect like big lines for 2022? Because, you know, we don't really see the big lines anymore. Most of Arizona, Arizona, we like to vote by mail. What was it? 90% of us like to vote by mail. So is the 90% of us, has that changed to like 70%? Because now you've got Republicans who are like, well, I'm not going, I'm not going to vote early. I've got, I've got a ballot, but I want to go and I want to go either hand it in or I want to go and vote, you know, at the polls. Yeah, we're we're certainly going to see more activity on Election Day. Um, you know, that 90 percent number comes from uh, all early ballots cast, including late early ballots. Uh, so when I look at ballots cast, uh, we're, we're looking at probably 70 to 75 percent cast before Election Day. And then the remaining 25, 20 percent come in on Election Day, either late, early or in-person poll voters. Um in-person poll voters generally make up a, a smaller percentage. Uh, they're the ones that are going to be causing the lines. Uh, if you're just dropping off your ballot, you can always jump the line, drop it off, and then get back in your car and, and, and head on your way. Hey, Sam, will Democrats have a huge lead on election night because they voted early and Republicans decided to go to the ballot, uh, to go to uh, the polling station in person? Yeah, I, if the election ended today, uh, the Democrats certainly would be ahead. Uh, right now, they have about a 10,000 voter or ballot advantage. Uh, we're going to see how that carries out over this next couple weeks of early voting. Uh, but if it ended today, uh, you're going to see sort of a reversal of what we saw before 2020, where the Republicans are, are gaining as the ballots get counted uh, in 2018. We saw the Democrats catch up and, and, and get ahead of, of Republicans hmm. uh, for, for some of our statewide races. Hey, Sam, how are the ballots of, uh, counted? Are they counted as they come in? Do they wait to count? You know, which which ballots get counted first? Sure, it's the early ballots. Uh, I think state statute says you can count uh, up to 14 days. It might even be start up to 21 days. I'm not sure i know they extended that deadline to, to really alleviate some of the work of the, the the county elections departments do uh but that's the first batch that you see at 8 p.m on election night uh what the, the, those are the early voters uh then they start counting i believe it's the uh, poll voters next uh and then they always have to verify those signatures on those late early ballots they have to make sure that that person didn't drop off their ballot and then get in line somewhere else and vote twice uh, and that's why it takes a little bit of a, a long time to count these, these ballots. All right. Hey, good info, man. Thank you, uh, Sam, for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank Sam Malmy, uh, elections analyst. You 
Are you surprised that there are Republicans that are not sending in an early ballot no. and now they all want to go to no. the polls? They, they they usually lead it. it. Most of the time, Republicans will easily outdo it, you know, sometimes two or three to one going in. Yeah, but they also like to send their ballots in early Yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, but uh, I this, get that they still want to go. Look at Georgia, right? At the whole thing with Georgia, because people don't remember that now they're running for the Senate race. There was a special runoff in Georgia for those two Senate seats. And what ended up happening was they they told everybody after the you know Trump lost, don't go. Your ballot won't count. So everybody stayed at home. And I think the thing is now people are so freaked out on one side that they want to see it in person. They're like, yeah, I want to see you count it. I want to see you check it. That's the way I think people feel right now. And they'll and- still cry and moan if their side loses even when they go to the ballot even when they go to the polls and they see it done and they're still gonna people are still gonna cry and whine that their side didn't lose whatever that's what you do now that's modern politics my side didn't lose it was stolen from me yeah it's pathetic it's pathetic all right coming up next are you skipping halloween this year because of inflation to get us in chat show KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. That's right. What a great song. Speaking of great songs, the Eagles just announced they're returning to the Footprint Center March 1st, 2023 for the Hotel California 2023 tour. Uh, I thought they retired, but apparently that's never going to happen. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m., but uh, you can win a pair by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. Didn't they have a hell freezing over tour? Was that the whole thing? That's been a long time ago. And then they had like, uh, we're going to do this one, but the whole thing is we're going to do this once and then it was like well maybe three maybe 12 maybe 58 yeah I actually, everybody does they they were on tour the year before glenn fry passed away hmm. and then they brought in glenn fry's son and vince gill to fill that spot and so yeah they're back out on tour with his hotel california thing that's wow. been going on over a year now well, you, so. you just heard the uh, halloween music Love halloween. i have to see the new one is halloween. it out yet yep okay so is halloween canceled it's a very simple question do we Be- cancel it because people are uptight and butthurt all the time because of costumes or because of other things? Uh, Do you want to spend money on candy and give it out to kids when candy costs so much money? It's inflation. So 52% of people... Biden ruined Halloween. 52% of people polled uh, says they will not give trick-or-treaters candy this year and they blame inflation. Wow. I don't know if that's true. But he says I, that. I know. I don't it's a believe bunch it. Of crap. I don't I buy do it. Not I don't buy it. any of that. Why not? Because. Because why? Who's going to do that? You find some people, first of all, a lot of people, how many times do you hear this? I always buy candy and a few people. And some people buy a bunch of bags and they get a bunch of trick or treaters. You turn your lights off, but I don't think that 50% of Americans who could give out candy aren't going to do it. What, uh, wise man uh, Steve Zinsmeister, I know this is probably off the top of your head. That's why I figured I'd ask you, what does candy cost today compared to before all this inflation stuff? Yeah, so keep in mind that the consumer price index for all food is up 11%, right? Food is up 11%. Food is up 11%. Candy, year over year, is up 13%. There you go. Yeah. That's why it's canceled. Now, no. if you want a breakdown by candy. I would like a breakdown by candy. The you highest. have a breakdown I, by candy? Are you going to candy number people to death here? This Come is on. awesome. This is from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Okay. So Skittles is up 42%. Feed the rainbow. It's expensive rainbow. Skittles. Starburst is up 35%. Really? Starting to believe this study. Yeah. Snickers, M&M's, Twix, 14%. 
Reese's peanut butter cups, 13%. So the best ones seem to be up very little comparatively to the Skittles and the Starburst. Yeah. And do you know what uh, Arizona's uh, favorite candy is, apparently? Skittles. Now I see it. I'm seeing uh, sweet, sweet tarts. That's garbage. That's not the one I saw the other day. What did you see the other I day? I saw Skittles. Skittles? Okay. And then a, a couple of years ago, it was hot tamales. And yeah, like, they yeah I remember make that. that anymore? I remember that. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so if Skittles is up 42%, Starbucks up 35 not Starbucks, Star, what is it? Starburst. Starburst, Starburst is up 35%. I'm telling you, man, maybe this is right. Maybe people are saying, you know what? Uh, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I could barely put gas in my car because I got five dollar gallon gas. Uh, you go to do, you go to the grocery store, you know, thirteen nah. percent. I'm not going to buy candy because we're cutting back on stuff. So maybe I'll skip this year. No, I, I just don't buy that. Okay, you don't buy fifty two percent. No, no. I mean, well, what you is might, a, what you is might a, find a few people, but if you're living in a house and you're like living that close to the edge, like if we buy some candy, we're going to be in the streets. Exactly. You got a real problem. You got bigger problems than trick or treating. <laughs> You might as well trick-or-treat, let the kids come and eat your candy. Well, don't you think that people have a different kind of budget this year than they used to? Yeah, but... Okay, maybe actually, candy. no, that's not true. No? The National Retail Federation did a study that showed that the average person will spend $100 on Halloween. That includes candy, decorations, and costumes, and it's exactly the same as it was last year. Yeah. But you're getting less, right? Yeah. Because of inflation. Well, right. I think I think when you, when, when, when you said, do people have a different budget, yeah, I think in life they have a different budget. But okay. This is Halloween. Kids have been stuck inside for two years. This feels like the first year where it's like we're not having to worry about anything. Everything's kind of open and free-flowing and go. And I think where people are going to have fun. And I'm going to see hundreds of trick-or-treaters. And, and there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff. Plus, I think, too, you and I, well... When I was a kid, we'd all go trick-or-treating. Now, a lot of it is go to a centralized place, trunk-or-treating, right. things like that. That's really replaced a lot of the neighborhood stuff. Fun. It's not as fun. It's no. not, man. No, it's not. Mm-mm. No. It I was... mean, I'd like to go there for like an hour, take the kids, but then they want to go to the neighborhoods. Yeah. And everybody's yeah, trunk-or-treat gotta... is the appetizer, and then you go for yeah. the real thing. Yeah, and then exactly. you got the neighborhoods that you know, okay, these neighborhoods give out stuff, and there's tons of people here. We're all going there. Well, I'll tell you, we've come a long way because it, it may have been a year ago. Was it two? It was probably two years ago. We were discussing: should you take your kid out for Halloween yeah. during COVID? And it was a big discussion around the country. Yeah. And I think you and I were like, "Yes, take your kid out." Yeah. I think you can separate. Okay. Toss them a bag of M and M's. Oh, remember people were setting up launchers. Oh, remember that candy right. launchers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was me. Hey, coming up next, do Arizonans hate their political candidates? Stick around.